from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hey, Don. Hey, Blake. And we have another special guest this week. This is my old friend, Spall. Hey, Spall. Hey, Don. That's his, that's his last name. That's not his first name. But uh, that's what everyone calls him and has for a very long time, even though it's technically not your last name anymore. No, but in my generation, there were too damn many Joshes. Yeah, there were a lot of those. All right. So uh, um, I'm the, one of the downsides I realized of doing this every three weeks or two weeks, you know, is that we can't keep up with the Bigfoot news. So right after we recorded last time, like three, four weeks ago, the news broke of the hunter who thought he was shooting a Bigfoot, but was shooting at a dude. Which is my movie idea. Yeah. And, and now if it's you, happened. if you read the script, people will say that you ripped off that true story. I'll have to, to check out my podcast archives. <laughs> well, we can prove. I think you. I think you gave that script like a treatment on Spocast in 2013. Yeah, that's. It goes back a ways. So probably <laughs> you can prove that you had that idea way before anybody else does. And I think I have that Spocast recording on my computer still. Yep. Because to I, be fair, can't you now just slap a based on a true story title card on there without changing anything? But then they would probably sue you for like life rights or whatever. Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, so if if you remember, my movie idea is a someone has is on trial for murder because it's preposterous that you would mistake someone for a Bigfoot. So then allies of the murder suspect then have to prove Bigfoot's real to make a plausible defense. And then they do prove Bigfoot's real. Oh, well, it could go either way. I, I, it could be a twist that the person knew that someone was going to be out there doing Bigfoot fakery and then shot him anyway because they're an <laughs> asshole and then played it off like, I actually believe in Bigfoot and it was just a calculated murder the whole time. <laughs> And, and also Bigfoot's related to Bigfoot in some way. And also Bigfoot's real. Yes. I think can, I think that's that happens at the end. I'm not sh- I never quite decided on the ending. Can can who be related to Bigfoot in some way? The the judge in the trial. Can it end with like ju- the judge just shouting like Bigfoot is my uncle? <laughs> Being no, what, related to Bigfoot. What if it ended with like twist he knew that was a guy in the suit all along and then double twist like the judge goes out to a cave and it's Bigfoot and he's like don't worry, brother. I kept your secret safe. The judge takes off a mask and it's Bigfoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just goes, like busts through a wall and escapes. <laughs> Credits. Yeah. For the robot Based chicken. True story. The robot chicken family guy ending of the of the movie where it's, it's <laughs> big. You have to recuse yourself, judge. 
Why would I do that? Because you are Bigfoot. What? <laughs> and then, so speaking of uh, of Family Guy, I was running a little late because we didn't realize there were two episodes of the Orville second season out already, and that show's surprisingly enjoyable. I and- saw the the uh, the network screener. Mm-hmm. Like way before it came out, and mm-hmm. I didn't. That's the only one I've seen. I didn't care for it. Uh, do you, how much do you like Star Trek: The Next Generation? Eh, and that's kind of it. Because the I Orville liked, is, is like a I'll lot watch of it, that. But... but there's the first episode of the season. One of the one of the officers has to go back to his home planet for the ritual annual urination, <laughs> and it's this whole bizarre <laughs> thing where they have to they have to attend the ceremony of him peeing. The, the thing that he does once a year, and it's a real honor to get invited. And I'm like, oh, that's silly. And then I realized yeah, that's pretty that, funny. <laughs> like, there's an episode of the original series where it's revealed that every seven years, Vulcans go into a blind fuck rage and have to either fuck or kill someone. And it's played seriously? And I think a ceremonial annual urination, it may be less bizarre than Ponfar. Like Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> yes. I mean, basically, Vulcans just go into heat, though, right? Which yeah. is a totally natural phenomenon. Yeah, but normally heat doesn't mean that you completely urination. use your mind and try to murder your best friend. That's about half of the things made now are either referencing old Star Trek or the Twilight Zone. Yeah. So and that kind of, me at all. That kind of pulls from both of them. Uh, okay. Anyway... Um, you want to talk about fake creatures? Yes. Yeah, that's why you're here, Spall. Woohoo! Fake creatures. What kind of? What is this again? This what is, are we doing? Uh, this is where we pretend to talk about cryptozoology, but then talk about like war trivia and movies. Got it. Yeah. So, so what we always do then? Yeah, that. Okay. So fantastic. Um, it's my turn, and I'm I'm going to do another another lake monster. Ooh. Yeah, I found this one, and I was like, oh, another lake monster. But then some of the sightings here are just too good to to <clears throat> not ever talk about. So I'm going to preface this by saying this, this monster supposedly lives in Lake Erie. And I grew up in northeastern Ohio, so I lived there until I was 13. I spent a lot of time on and around Lake Erie, and I never saw this or even heard of this thing. As a, as a cryptozoology-obsessed 10-year-old at Lake Erie, I never knew that there was a monster called Bessie. You didn't know about Bessie? I didn't know about Bessie. But Bessie's also sometimes called Lemmy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I the, guess because it, like, the most, the it most plays metal sweet of bass. Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I think it stands for, like, Lake Erie Monster? I don't... <laughs> I has, the lem is Lake Erie Monster. I'm not sure where the EY comes from. But I'm going to go with Bessie for the most part. So I, I want to call it Lemmy. Because <laughs> now I'm just picturing Lemmy. <laughs> but he lives in a lake. Yeah, it's a British like, sea monster with like a gigantic mole on its face. He's occasionally sighted, but more often just heard. Mm-hmm. People will be like riding their pontoon boat around, and suddenly they hear Ace of Spades. Oh, good guys, it's Lemmy. You hear him? You hear Lemmy? Did you guys hear Motorhead in the distance? <laughs> that's not Motorhead. That's that's the monster. That's the monster. He just sounds like Motorhead. 
So this thing goes back a ways. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, at least to 1793 in Sandusky, Ohio, when a man was shooting at ducks uh, north of Sandusky. And I, I, I'm guessing that's before they built Cedar Point, but I don't know. Um <laughs> Uh, the captain of the sloop Solicity startled a large snake neck creature described as more than a rod in length. Uh, a rod is one of those wonderful imperial measurements, 16 and a half feet. So it's longer than his rod, and his rod was 16 and a half feet. So that's pretty impressive. Hmm. And then in July 1817, uh, there was a schooner saw a 30 to 40 foot long serpent. And then somebody else saw another serpent, uh, but the first one was dark colored, and this one was copper colored, and it was 60 feet long. And they shot at it with muskets, and it didn't do anything. Yeah. And then the the third recorded sighting was some guys, some two French guys named Dussault. And I want to find one of the one of the places here has okay, here it is. So this is the, the most detailed thing I could find about the Dussault sighting. They encountered a huge monster at the beach, writhing in what they took to be its death throes. They described it as between 20 and 30 feet in length and shaped like a large sturgeon, except that it had arms. Arm sturgeon. Arm sturgeon, the f- most frightening of sturgeons. And this is going to come up a lot because Lake Erie is fucking full of sturgeon. Like, they're mm. one of the main fish in Lake Erie, and they get really, really big. So, Surgeon are are big. Yeah, like it's scary looking. Uh, the 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 answer here basically it's a it's a big sturgeon or arm sturgeon. Like the the an arm yeah well, but how many of those are there really? Well, there's going to be one uh, I'm going to make in a show about called Arm Sturgeon, <laughs> where it's just a fish doing arm tasks, <laughs> like a fish shooting a gun. Yeah, <laughs> this well, how arm. did the French tourists react when they found the arm sturgeon? Uh, let me keep reading. <laughs> armed, armed sturgeon. They fled the scene. You know, they uh, they surrendered. They're French. Yeah. When they returned later, the creature had disappeared, presumably carried off by waves after its death. All that was left of its presence were marks on the beach and a number of silver scales about the size of silver dollars. So. Yeah, it had arms and silver dollar scales. Yeah, so that was that was France uh, or the French uh, and the arm sturgeon. So it's a sturgeon. It's a, a well, that one was an arm sturgeon. We can't say that about the other ones. Um, Armed with what? Arms. Well, well, I mean, at the time, muskets. <laughs> and the French with just a baguette. <laughs> what would yeah, a sturgeon be armed with? Some kind of sickle? Yeah, I bet. And when was this? Is eighteen seventeen? Yeah. So, um, oh, okay. In eighteen ninety two. Hold on, I was about to skip this one. This one was picked up in local newspapers. An entire ship from Buffalo, bound from Buffalo to Toledo, including the captain, saw an area of water approximately a half mile of head that was all, uh, ahead that was all churned up and foaming. And when they got close, they saw, quote, a huge sea serpent that appeared to be wrestling about in the waters as if fighting with an unseen foe. So I, maybe it was grappling with the arm sturgeon? 
Yeah, they just have a friendly wrestling match. <laughs> Where the the sea serpent like tries to like wrap it up and constrict it and the arm surgeon tries to suplex the sea serpent. <laughs> I just I like saying suplex. That's a that's a fun word. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the stone cold stunner, you fucking sea serpent. Watch can your I get ass. A, can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> I'm gonna ride you like the Texas rattlesnake. Oh man! Oh no! No, it's arm surgeon with a metal folding chair. <laughs> He's trying to tag out with Lemmy, but Lemmy can't reach him. Oh shit! Vince McMahon's come down out of the booth. It's about to get real. <laughs> Vince McMahon and dives in this, into in the this water. Scenario, also, it's still Lemmy from Motorhead. <laughs> oh my God! It's Lemmy from Motorhead, miraculously alive, playing his own theme music, trying yeah. to tag in. In 1892, Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, after this happened, there was a $100,000 reward, which another source I found said it wasn't, it, it, this was actually a rounding that it was like, hold on, hold on, let me see if we can find it. Um, damn, okay. It was $102,700. Wait, no, that was in 1993. I got my two rewards confused. <laughs> Five G's. A hundred thousand dollars originally offered. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Bessie got the name Bessie in 1991. It had just been whatever up until then. And and uh, here uh, there were uh, there was like there's been a sort of wave of sighting since the 60s. Like whatever this thing was was quiet for almost a hundred years. But in 1960, okay, Ken Golick, a man named Ken Golick, was out fishing off a pier in Sandusky when he heard two rats. He threw rocks at the sound and then saw a large creature rise from the water. So I like that he knew that it was two rats. <laughs> like, oh, shit, it's either two rats or a sea monster. Well, one rat barely warrants attention. One rat doesn't sound anything like a sea monster. But two, two rats, rats and a sea monster sound exactly alike. <laughs> so it's either a sturgeon or a bag of rats. <laughs> no. Two rats. I mean, that's a, With your I guess, tails knotted together to form some sort of mythical rat king. Rat yes? king? Yeah, a very small rat king. <laughs> uh, more like a rat prince, I'd say. If it's only two... Is there a minimum amount of rats to qualify? Is a rat duke rat in that yeah, I was going to say a rat earl. A viscount? <laughs> a viscount, actually. <laughs> the rat viscount? Thank you. Uh, is, there a, a, is there a minimum amount of rats required for a rat king? I don't know. Let's Google it. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Rat King a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle adversary? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, he was. He lived in the sewers, and he was the king of the rats. Vaguely remember that. Minimum. Did he have? Did he have an action figure? Uh huh. I had it. I did not have that one. I didn't have many, but I had that one. Minimum amount of rats for a rat king. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to be at least two. Uh, Wikipedia rat king. The number of rats joined together varies from a few to as many as thirty-two. So I'm going to interpret that to say three minimum. Yeah, because if it was two, they'd say a couple. Yeah, a couple of rats. So you have to have at least few. You have to have at least three threes company to make a rat king. Until about three years into our marriage, my wife did not realize that a couple meant two. She what? just meant 
thought a couple meant any small number. And you married and it her? Drove me insane. <laughs> and you're still married to her. She's really hot and way up out of my league. Have so, you, yeah. Have you corrected agreed, this? I was pretty much sold. Have you corrected this bizarre belief of hers? Finally. <laughs> like, just within the past six months, I think she finally figured it out. I, we've worked really hard on it. Good. I'm slowly good. teaching her. We've been married a decade. Okay, so what's a few mean to her? I, I think anything over two. <clears throat> okay. I guess, well, like, okay, so, but not like a thousand? No, I don't think she'd count a thousand as a few, really? unless it was unless it was like rice. Yeah, that's a, a few. Thousand rice. rice is just a few rice. Yeah, it's a few rice, but like three to five rats. Few rats. Ab- absolutely, we, we okay. count as a few. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, just jump ahead. Nineteen eighty-one. Teresa Kovach of Akron, Ohio, saw a snake-like reptile with flippers. So, could be our friend the arm sturgeon. Could be. She said it was so large it could have easily capsized a boat, and it seemed to be playing. And when I read this to one of my staff members at work who has worked with reptiles for most of her professional life, she said, reptiles don't play. Blake, confirm? <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's all, the, all of the behaviors that would look like play could be construed as something else. I mean, tortoises will push stuff around. But like we can't be clear that it's actually play. You can. That's you will get explained away as just like males, male domination type behavior. So it could be play, but it could not be, and they're not mammalian enough for us to really know. I mean, probably not. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to. That's one of those that's, that seems pretty subjective. Yeah. So uh, okay, more sightings. Nineteen eighty-three. Oh, that was the year I was born. Mary M. Landall told John Scaffiner about an encounter with Bessie. So here we are. Cryptid Wiki is reporting this, th- like, third third hand. <laughs> In the lake, she oh. saw a rowing sound and saw what looked like a capsized boat. It was a greenish-brown color and about 40 to 50 feet long. She realized it wasn't a boat, but an animal of some sort. It had a long neck, and its eye was visible from the side. Hmm. So... A log? Mm. I don't know. I don't know where to go with that one. Well, it's probably another rat king. Yeah. <laughs> just a big swimming rat king. Yeah. yeah. What, what sound does two rats make? Because it, it, is it a rowing sound? Uh, it could be. <laughs> oh, I like that. I heard two rats. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a rock at him, but it turned out to be a sea monster. Should have <laughs> known. Clearly talking to one another. That's a good jump. <laughs> jump in an escalation there mm. of I heard two rats and then it was a sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> like I heard the squirrel at the window and then it was a Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoots make small chittering noises and they like to eat your bird seed. I don't know if you knew that. Nope. But they do. I heard what sounded like an oyster falling off of a dock and then I looked over and it was an alien. <laughs> A really big one. <laughs> it had 17 arms. It was an looked armed like a, alien. Looked like a sturgeon. <laughs> 1985, t- Tony Schill of Akron, Ohio, saw a giant serpent when he was boating. It was dark brown. It had a long tail. So it could have been a rat. Could have been a big yeah. rat. Tony stated that five humps came out of the water and that, quote, no way it was a sturgeon. 
So, so there five, you go, guys. Five humps, five rats, but it wasn't a sturgeon. Whenever anyone's named Tony, I always picture Tony Danza. <laughs> hey, there's oh, no way it was Tony a sturgeon. Danza, hey, it's a monster. Oh, sounded like two rats, but it turned out to have arms and humps. Hey, you got any scripts with characters named Tony? <laughs> That's all I'm good at doing. That's all I could do are guys that are me. I would have been a leading man, except I got in the show where it turns out I wasn't the boss after all. Yeah. And I had a character was named Sean. I said, what? My name's Tony. <laughs> you want to play the cereal tiger? No, I'm a Tony human man. Oh, that would be so amazing if he just didn't understand how act that actors... <laughs> Every every time they're explaining to Tony Danza that that's not actually this person's name. <laughs> you know, I can so believe wait, that. You're telling me your name's Mark? I thought your name was Luke. <laughs> no, Tony, it's... God damn, again we gotta do this? <laughs> so, you, wait, hold on. You don't have a lightsaber. I'm so confused. <laughs> So was he a Jedi or not? I don't get it. I, I have weird. to go. I have to go tell this to my wife slash woman who owns the house I work in, and her mother <laughs> and daughter. Oh, fun! Nineteen eighty nine. Gail Castner obtains a graph. Of, uh, uh, this is, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is the nobody ever checks Cryptid Wiki for like grammar <laughs> and or, stuff. Sources or attribution, well, that too. Or... But I would, I would, I. That's what I expect from Cryptid Wiki. I at least want it to be spelled right, and so I know what the fuck it says. That what here's what this says: Gail Kastner obtains a graph a boat owned from his friend. <laughs> Those are all words. Yeah, it's Those a, are words. It's, it's a graph a boat. Don't you know, guys? Like you just plug in the the equation, and out comes a boat. Right? <laughs> no. Is it like a spirograph except a is a boat in boat form? Spiro boat. <laughs> so anyway, she yeah, had a boat. Yeah. That's the upshot here. She had a boat. There was a fish finder on the boat, and it had a sonar reading of a large cigar shaped apparition, thirty feet large. Ooh, thirty feet large. Thirty feet large. <laughs> 30 feet large, boy. Yeah, we rolled deep, 30 feet large. <laughs> Did she graph it? Yes. On her boat? Yes. All coming together now. Yeah, the monster was like uh, X, Y squared minus Z over 4. <laughs> That's a three-dimensional graph. Yes. The, Obviously, the, it exists in three-dimensional space. <laughs> Jesus, Spall, get with it. <laughs> This isn't some flatland bullshit. Sorry, I forgot the, the the fish finder in 1986 was able to graph in three-dimensional space. That's what a graph boat is. That's the that's what a graph boat is. It shows you like the opening, the opening to escape from New York. It just shows you that uh, the green line graph of the sea beneath you. <laughs> and all of the sea serpents and rat kings and arm sturgeons and Tony Danzas that are under your boat. Huh. Yeah, it sure does. It just says obtains a graph of boat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no 1990. Way it wasn't sturgeon. 
Four reports of Bessie occurred 90. Bob Sirocco, which is like a, that's a real Northeastern Ohio, like Italian ass name right there. Bob Sirocco, son of Tony Sirocco, the steel mill worker. <laughs> of Sirocco Dodge. <laughs> he was jet skiing in Lake Erie when he saw a porpoise or a whale in the lake. Can you believe it? No. However, porpoises and whales can't live in fresh water. Unless you're a freshwater dolphin, Dingleberry. But but no, it's not a porpoise or a whale, so it must be a lake monster. Bob said he recognized an aquatic air, air breather when he saw one, and that the creature had humps and cray spots. I don't know what that is. Blake, do you know what cray spots are? No, I don't, but I'm going to look that up okay. because I don't know what that is either. Cray spots? Cray spots. This spots be cray, cray spots. Let's see. Cray spots. Uh, well, it seems to be slang for spots to find crayfish. Yeah, I don't think that's what this thing had. I think this Secret is a cray spot. Bizarre cryptid wiki misunderstanding. It was very long, dot, 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 he stated. Fuck, this guy wants to fuck the cryptid too, doesn't he? <laughs> it did not even occur to me when I, when I picked this one. That one of these guys wants to fuck it just like that dude wanted to fuck the beast of Bray Road. Yeah, that sexy beast. With his abs and his butt. That cut beast. (laughs) It was brachycephalic werewolf beast. He had had just come back from a a late night showing of Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) And was into that beast. I I want a beast who will growl at me and treat me bad. It's like, yeah, that movie was awesome until it turned into a dude and ruined it. That sucked. (laughs) I wanted to fuck that beast. That beast was horny, get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, in 1995, in Pennsylvania's largest lake, like, this is obviously written by eight different people, reports of an unknown creature began, except it began in, like, 1793, but whatever. Um, The report stated in 95, started in 95, but didn't get attention until 97 when a video of the creature and blurry photos were taken and even prompted a CNN.com article. Now, I am going to send you gentlemen this video, okay? I'm I'm (laughs) going to send it. I'm going to send it right in in the the Google, in the chat box, not in the video. I'm going to send it in the chat box. So go back to your Gmail. There it is. Okay. And I'm not even going to bother to play it over here so people can hear the sound because there isn't really much sound. Like, it's not even a bunch of people going, oh, what the fuck was that? I don't know what the fuck that was. Oh, fuck. Um, don't watch the whole thing. Skip ahead uh, about 25 yeah, seconds. So you can see them zoom in on what is clearly a fucking boat. Yeah, it's a so yeah this uh this was a movie from 91 that shows nothing that shows absolutely nothing i mean it's kind of a kind of a beautiful sunset and then there's a boat in the distance looks like a nice day yeah it's definitely not a sturgeon no because it's a boat yeah (laughs) yeah so that's pretty good um so, oh, here's here's one I skipped. Uh, so, in 1992, there was an incident in the lake that left three people dead. 
One survivor insisted the group had been ta- attacked by a creature with a head the size of a car. And then it says, this report cannot be confirmed and so may simply be a local myth. So I'm going to go with a local myth. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. In, ni- in 2001, the Ottawa citizen, and this thing went to the Canada side of the lake now, it ran a story about a creature attacking swimmers near the Port Dover pump house. Examination of the swimmers' bites did not generate any conclusion conclusions, but it was posited the bites may have been by a primitive fish called a bowfin. So huh. maybe it was another kind of fish. I guess. So Bessie... Doesn't seem to amount to much. But here's something I like about Bessie. Indiana and Illinois both have shoreline on on Lake Erie. Bessie is reported to have been seen in Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York, Ontario, and Michigan. But nobody in Chicago has ever seen Bessie. Nobody in the other two states that touch Lake Erie have ever seen Bessie. I wonder, like, is that a rare plus for being in Indiana? Huh. Where does I Illinois mean, touch Lake Erie? It's the very tip, the very western, west, uh, northeastern tip. You mean Lake Michigan? Is that Lake Michigan? Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. You're right. <laughs> I don't know my Great Lakes anymore. I used to. That's I always that screw was dumb. Up that trivia that was dumb question. I never get that one. We'll cut it out. I'll edit it right out. Yeah. So you said the rash of start the rash of sighting started in the sixties. Yeah, nineteen sixty was the first modern sighting. Okay, so the only reason I've heard of Bessie before because they used to have signs for Bessie at Cedar Point, which is right on Lake Erie. I've been to Cedar Point. I don't ever remember seeing that. I remember seeing signs about Bessie at Cedar Point. I just looked it up. Cedar Point was built in 1964, right around the time the rash of sightings of Bessie started. Interesting. Huh. So this could be, like, very simply a case of confirmation bias because post-Cedar Point, a bunch of people are aware there's a supposed lake monster. And then all of a sudden everyone sees the lake monster. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and and there's also, like, a statue of this thing. It got the name Lemmy because somebody made a statue and <laughs> called it Lemmy. Uh, but then, like, so the statue got fucked up so it doesn't exist anymore. So this, e- even though this thing is, is in a big lake that, <coughs> you okay there? Yeah. That bridges two different countries, there's still a little bit of that bullshit small-town America monster pride stuff that we come across so often because there's a statue. There is a diner named Lemmy's that's named after the thing and has... uh, Let me see if I can find the picture. Yeah, here it is. Lemmy's Restaurant. Uh, I'm going to just send you guys the picture. I really hope Lemmy visited Lemmy's Restaurant. Oh, I hope so, too. And they got a picture of him. Him standing right in front of the sign. What I assume is a decent local burger. Well, this uh, the the Lemmy in the sign or on the sign has ear piercings and lipstick. Ooh, that's really kind of creepy. I mean, oh, yeah. Look at that monster! Look at this monster! Yeah. Now you want to fuck that monster? Bro. Yeah, I'm into this monster. Look at that one. Yeah. Well, that's that longer know. than my rod. That's how you know it's a girl <laughs> monster. See, it's got kissy lips and eyelashes. Mm-hmm. How else and earrings? How else would we know what gender this monster is? It's good. It's a good thing. 
that we know what gender the monster is. Yeah. Although, uh, do we really need to apply gender stereotypes to our cryptozoological monsters? Not really. <laughs> Not oh. even a little, I don't think. Uh, I mean, like, if it's a rat king, that could be rats of both sexes. I'm going to see what the if I could find the find the menu the me- <laughs> Lemmy's restaurant. That's a good upset, thought. Uh, that font upsets me. Number one, I don't like that font. Well, the, the way the M's are different sizes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's obvious that the first three are capital and the last three aren't for no apparent reason. Yeah. And then restaurant is just painted by hand and looks kind of crappy. <laughs> what do you find, Blake? Anything? Uh, yeah. It, stop loading stuff. <laughs> oh, they have you a know, website. You, we try to click on something oh, and it's for still fuck's loading sake. a million things. On, on their Facebook page, it is stylized as Lemmy with capital L-E-M. Ooh, you can get something. There's a breakfast item called the Monster Mash. Oh, that sounds great. Is or Dracula there with his son? To Super Monster Mash. Oh, is Dracula eggs. there and three sons? Eggs how you like them. Home fries, green peppers, onions, mushrooms, tomatoes, and cheese served with toast. Fuck yeah. I would eat the shit out of that. And the Super Monster Mash is you double those veggies, add ham, bacon, and sausage. I would eat even more of that, yeah. Yeah. Sounds yummy. Let's see. Their omelet options include Green Dragon, Gila Monster, and Western. <laughs> they also have a giant Lemmy burger. Ooh. See, I told you they'd have a good a good burger. Yeah. A giant Lemmy burger. Or you can get some fresh Lake Erie perch. Oh, all right. Breaded chicken. Home fries or hash browns. <laughs> Barks root beer. Oh, yeah. What is, let's see. We got oh, Coke products. Yep. Coke products there. I, next time, next time I go to Cedar Point, I am I am so eating here. And Lemmy loves kids. Color a picture of what you think Lemmy looks like. <laughs> ask if Lemmy is in the basement. Then ask to feed her. <gasps> Exclamation points. That's strange and ominous. <laughs> Come on, kids. Let's go to the restaurant basement and look for the monster. Feed the monster, kids. Nom nom. That's a great Photos. coloring job, Timmy. So you think Lemmy looks like a big purple scribble? Great. <laughs> yep, here's some photos. Wait, you have photos of the restaurant or of Lemmy? Uh, well, mostly it's pie. Oh, well, that's yeah, fine. Photos of pie. This seems like a restaurant they should have eaten at at Supernatural at some point in that in the 14 years that show's been on. <laughs> this is a perfect location for that. Yeah, it's a it's a Lake Monster restaurant with with pie and cheeseburgers. This does seem like a, a restaurant that shouldn't exist in real life. <laughs> this is a this is a movie restaurant. All right, so Blake, you come visit. We'll go to Cedar Point. You can ride some roller coasters. We'll eat at Lemmy's. What do you say? Tits. Let's do it. Let's do it. You can teach Julia to shoot a gun. Cool. All right. So Bessie, I don't I don't have a lot more to say about. Bessie slash Lemmy. Mostly, honest to God, I did this one because I love that guy who heard the two rats. <laughs> That's a pretty good reason to do that. And there was, there was this one I almost did because I was just going through, I was just going through the cryptid wiki list in alphabetical order. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, like you do. Like I like did. Like you do. <laughs> and there's this one I thought about doing. Um, I'm just going to do it right now really quick. I just have to find it. Uh, 
It is uh, it's a bear. So the oh, there it is, the Beast of Bears. So the, the Beast, Beast of, of Bears, which sounded badass. Uh, it doesn't look badass. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Beast of Bears is a cryptid found in southern Texas, Florida, Virginia, and possibly Arkansas. The creature resembles. Uh, hold on. Uh, the creature resembles a large bear with many scars and missing patches of fur. It's a huh. bear. Well, it's a bear. It's a, bear. It's, it's a fucked up old bear. Is what it is. <laughs> and, and here is a picture. Hold on. I'm going to send you one of the pictures on Cryptid Wiki that claims to be somebody's backyard, uh, like night vision camera view of the Beast of Bears stalking their trash can. <laughs> it's a bear. I like that artist rendition. It's a oh yeah, it's a bear. Yeah, okay, it's a bear. It's a bear in a trash can. Cool, man. What a mystery. Bears like garbage. Yeah, I, I like how they just took a picture of a bear and ran a like heavy green filter over it. So it's, <laughs> yeah, let's it's just, just just turn that bear into the map from Fallout, uh, and then and then it's a cryptid. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't do that one because like the second you read it, you're like, oh, it's a bear. Like what kind of what hollow person hears about a, a, like a, a poor bear that's all fucked up and mangy and is like, oh, there's a terrible monster stalking these woods. <laughs> it's just that's just a dickish thing. I do have a real animal though. It's uh, it's the lake it's sturgeon. It's Acapensor fulvescens, the lake sturgeon. Uh, and, and Blake, as you alluded to earlier, they are legitimately fucking monstrous. Like you, yeah, you, sturgeons are scary. You don't I mean, they're need... They're not scary because they don't do anything, but they're big. Yeah, but like they look scary. They're, they're like super ancient, evolutionarily speaking. Like they haven't changed, and so they look like fucking dinosaur fish. They have bony armor plates. They've got big-ass spines on their backs. Uh, they look... I mean, well, I guess... It's fitting because they're mistaken for a lemmy all the time. They look metal as fuck. <laughs> they are. Me- they are a pretty metal yeah, fish. They're like the most metal of fish. They can get up to seven and a quarter feet long. And, of course, that's just recorded. It's possible they get larger and get mistaken for uh, Tony Danza or something. <clears throat> um, and a big one might weigh 250 pounds. Damn. Yeah. Big like, fish. I was looking into... Uh, recreational fishing of these things and most sturgeon fisheries in the various lakes they live in will only let you take like each fisherman can only take one a year or some of them are like five like that's there are only five that are allowed to be taken ever anywhere so five fishermen get a sturgeon and then the season is over um and i'm not sure why maybe they're so big that they have a, like a long breeding time or something. The breeding they, details didn't break, uh, go into that, but they do live a very long time. Like up they to produce pretty slowly. Um, and well, it makes sense because they're, they're, uh, young start off as like a centimeter long. Yeah. And then and they, they grow into hundred or more years, uh, 500, several hundred years. I found forever. 50 for males and, uh, upwards of a hundred for females is what I found. But one of the things that makes them cooler than a stupid fake monster uh, is that they have prehensile lips. 
and and they use those lips to form a vacuum seal on the lake bottom because they're bottom feeders. So they just vacuum up worms and larvae and small animals and shit like that. And they know where these things are because of their barbels. their little taste organs that dangle off the yeah, front of their dang- mouths. Like they're catfish. danglers. Yeah, yeah. They're little dangly things. Catfish have them too. So, yeah, they're just awesome. Uh, Spall, let me – you know what a sturgeon looks like, Spall? I, I don't think I do. Okay. I was actually getting ready to Google it myself. Yeah, so I'm going to send a picture because you need to really see, to understand why I think this is way cooler than a dumb fake monster. Uh, hold on. Let me get the Wikipedia page because I had the sweetest picture. Okay, here we go. Here is Lemmy the Lake Sturgeon. Lemmy the Lake Sturgeon. Where? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. My Wi Fi oh. is incredibly slow. That's bears. Oh, that sucks. I just found bears again. Bears. That's not a bear. That's a. I sent you there a we go. fish picture. Okay, Lake Sturgeon. There yeah. he is. There's the fish. Yeah. He's huge and awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> he's got he's got dick sucking lips, and he's got armor plates, and spikes. I, this looks like a Klingon fish. Yeah, it does. Like you ran it through the Star Trek filter. Of, yeah. <laughs> this is what the other. It is. It's a Klingon. You know, it's like a regular fish, but with weird weird lumps and bumps. <laughs> It's always obsessed with its honor, and it fights with a really stupid sword. <laughs> the thing does suck. Although I guarantee there's some nerds have made some kind of martial art oh, around yeah. it. Oh, of course they have. Well, you, you, if you just kind of push it towards each other, it's actually quite effective. You're batleth. Why can't I get laid? That is a lame weapon. Yeah, it, it just doesn't, looks even, it doesn't even look cool. It looks dumb. It's not practical. They call it a sword, but it's really like not. <laughs> <laughs> was that from? Did they have that in the original series, or is that just from? I think that's a next, next generation. Gen. You know, like forehead wrinkles on the Klingons. Yeah, because in the the original, they were just kind of in brown face. Yeah, they just they looked like Huns. Really, just put goofy mustaches on them and, mm-hmm. and dark skin and shit. Didn't they retcon that? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So there were two explanations for it. One of them was in Deep Space Nine, where they had an episode called Trials and Tribulations, where the crew went back into the, the original series episode, The Trouble with Tribbles. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. And at one point, somebody like looks at the old Klingons and asks Worf what the fuck the deal is. And he responds, we do not speak of it. And that was it. <laughs> And then wow. Star Trek Enterprise, which I've never seen any of, apparently spent like two seasons explaining that it was some kind of genetic retrovirus that smooth skulled them, but then they made the, the ones with the wrinkled skulls again, and it was just a whole fucking like it didn't need an explanation. Worf saying we do not speak of it was plenty of explanation. That was fine. Like the smooth skulls and the red skulls fought each other like the Sneeches? Uh maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I have a smooth skull now. Oh, yes, but now ridge skulls are the honorable skull to have. (laughs) And then some fucking Vulcans just making off with all of their Klingon bucks. So, all right. You guys got any final words? Anything? Hang on. I'm just, I I think I hear two rats. 
Oh, fuck. Run. <laughs> Let me find something to throw at it. Wait, in your house, it will just be two rats, though. No, I don't have any live rodents. Oh. Well, we had my, my mouse infestation last year. That sucked. So, like, could it be... Outside mice got could, in. Could it be six mice and not two rats? It's, no, it's it's three mice in an overcoat. <laughs> Pretending to be a rat. Pretending to be a rat. <laughs> Hello, I'd like to see this uh, movie that's rated R for rat. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am a big rat. Which... I'm here after my job at business. <laughs> rat, rat. I have a degree from rat school. Thank you. <laughs> oh, fun. Rat uh... school. <clears throat> All right, gentlemen. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it then. So All right. right. Here we go. I'm gonna play us out. All right, guys and ladies and everyone. Thanks for listening once again. And uh, um, oh, whatever. We like you. Thanks. <laughs> it's great. Bye.